Kevin Barnett, Salima Rockwell, Off Court Podcast. This is your Week 4 Draft Preview. Draft happening tonight, 5 p.m. All the captains, well, three of the captains, three of the coaches have just left. Yes. Second floor lobby. <laughs> they have had their meeting. Tell you, Honey Park is exhausted. Secret meeting. She's going to go take a nap because <laughs> her strategy is no strategy, according to her. Yeah, right. <laughs> Team, she's teamed along with Jordan Larson, so we know there's a there's definite preferences there. For sure. Tried to get something out of her, but she was clever. Yeah. Tight lips. She got away. <laughs> I didn't even ask Jamie on his way out. Jamie, uh, he definitely wasn't saying anything. He's working with Kelly Hunter, and and this is the most interesting draft yet because Kelly Hunter at the setter position yes. is the very first non-hitter to be a captain in the regular season. Well, it, I take that back. We had remember we had uh, Clark. Oh, we had Clark. We had that Clark. So this has happened before, but mid-season, I think there's a lot more information to work with. I think you know a few things. We've seen what works and what doesn't work. So. Right. Now that you throw a setter in there, I think it's far different than that first week. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, there's, there's been a lot of strategy, especially with hitters. We're seeing the importance of passing outsides that can also terminate. We're seeing the importance of opposites. And as, as a setter, you only get one, and then it comes all the way back around, and then you get eight, number eight? Number eight. It's a long ways away. That is a long ways away. I'm thinking Bastianelli, too, in that first week was captain, ended up being Team King yep. for the mm-hmm. weekend. But That's that, right. it's again a hitter, but not a not an outside. Right. So I think but I think there are so many knowns now and, yes. and we will get to them that it's gonna get very interesting. First pick will be Kelly, second Karsta, yeah. third Jordan, then that snake hits, Betty gets two in a row. Yes. She is the number one seed yes. this week, so a d- different position for her. Good job, Betty. And, yeah, she had a really nice weekend. Of course, they won all but one set. Mm -hmm. They won all three matches, Mm -hmm. two sweeps, and some bonus money to go with that. Yep. And we've discovered that Betty with another big arm is trouble for everyone else. It was Ebony in one week. It was Karsta this week. Yes. And that plays directly into what we were talking about with Kelly having the first selection. Yes. So here's the, the trouble. Here's the issue. Kelly's going to need a big left side, a passing left side. That's important. That's an important piece of the equation. She will also need an opposite. What are your priorities? If Kelly doesn't take Ebony early, my concern... Early being the first pick. Right, right. (laughs) The first pick. My concern is how far do we end up going before Betty snatches up Ebony? Well, Betty gets two. I think Betty picks Ebony right away. Okay, so why don't the others in the middle? Okay, so let's say Kelly takes Leah. Right. Okay, takes a a passing outside, Mm -hmm. best swinging outside. Leah's hitting right now 290. Okay. Mm -hmm. An outstanding number for especially for an athlete who is just out of college. Right. She's hitting 290. She's contributing in other areas. She has 225 receptions, by the way, just nine errors. So she's being targeted because that is tied for the lead in receptions. She has 71 digs, I think 15 blocks, which is high. Yeah. She's contributed a lot. It was a really good pick. Yeah. She's my number one outside at this point. I, I think if you're Kelly, mm-hmm. I think if you're Kelly, that's the pick you want to make. Yes. Here's the problem. You pick Leah. Karsta is the big opposite. Mm-hmm. So who does she pick with hers? Does she go to an outside? Does she pick a... Cass. Cassie Lickman? Deja. Deja. Deja's maybe more likely. I don't know. But mm-hmm. one of those two probably, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Jordan Larson. Well, she needs an opposite. Mm-hmm. She had Shayla last week. She loves Shayla. 
So you call into question, does mm-hmm. she want to play with Shayla again, or does she take Ebony? But if she doesn't take Ebony, if she takes whichever outside hitter Karsta doesn't yep. choose out of the Deja McClendon and Cassie Lickman yes. question, because you'd have then two good passing outsides, but no terminality yet. Yeah. Or she wants, and she wants Shayla later, then Betty gets Ebony. Woo! And that's trouble. And if you're Kelly, you can assure that Betty does not get Ebony, just as she had her you two can. weeks ago, you, by picking her. Yeah, you absolutely Otherwise, can. Otherwise, you don't know. You absolutely can. So, I, uh, and we know that Betty likes to pick an opposite. That's her strategy. She like, yep. That's what she likes. That's her formula for success, to start her team. Another big arm. Yes. Now, the other thing... Yeah, so, and that's, that'll be a big problem for everybody else. Or, let's say, can Leah make it all the way across? If, I no. don't think so. Leah so, ends up on Betty's team. Right. Or, if Jordan took Ebony. But remember, Leah. Jordan took Molly. The first pick last time. Well, night. right, and that is another problem. Does, does a middle get value? Because I like... Some Molly McCage. I do, I do too. I like, I like Molly. I like Gibmeyer. I mean, the middles have been good. But like I their think... Their value has been really good. Kelly's going to have a hard time building a team with big arms. Kelly is yes. going to have to, by virtue of her draft position... Yes. And her own position, right? That's... Mm-hmm. By virtue of those two things, she is going to have to, I think, more than anybody else, try and construct a group... That can somehow have success. Right, right. And I don't think we've seen a group that's really had success. Closest thing is Team Larson this last mm-hmm, week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you still have Jordan Larson. Like, you have yeah. that. And then yeah. you had McCage playing well in the middle. That, that's the closest we've seen to a group. But Kelly's going to have to be acutely aware of how everybody plays together. Because sure. she won't just be able to overpower the game, which so far, right. that's what's been winning. Right. And she, I yes, I agree. And I think if it comes back around... She needs one arm. It'll be, I think, either Leah or, or Ebony. Yeah. And then it comes back around, and then one of those two are, is gone. So They're definitely gone, yeah. Do you, and Kelly, let's not forget, loves Sebeldon. Right. Right? So there's a middle. There's an explosive middle that she can connect with. So you take Leah. Has good chemistry, so right? So you take Leah. You have some passing to mm-hmm. go with your explosive middle. You mm-hmm. need some passing because we'll get into the group of the outside hitters where... There's about three good passers. Mm-hmm. There's Lindsey Stalzer, mm-hmm. who is on again, off again with the platform, but mm-hmm. can hit balls. Mm-hmm. Then there's a group of folks that mm-hmm. can't pass that well. So... Or at the same level. At the same level, yes. Better they way can, to put it. Yeah, they can pass, but they, you know, it's, it's been more streaky. And um, so, yeah. So it's going to be really interesting. And, and getting, you know, even starting this, this podcast... We could talk forever about this as we oh, yeah. keep going back and forth. I mean, it, like you said, it's so different from any other one because of what's going to happen the very, very first pick. You want to watch the first and second rounds. Yes. At least. Yes, for sure. Tune in 5 o'clock on mm-hmm. Facebook Live. That is Central Time. And you, you want to see the first eight picks. And you'll probably hang around then for 12. But yeah. you, you need to see the first eight because... You're going to really get a clear picture of, oh, my God, the league's in trouble again. Right. <laughs> or, because it's Betty and Ebony. Or, holy cow, this is mixed up. Right, right. How is this all going to get put together? But then you have the holy cow, the Betty Ebony, and then you've got Jordan. 
who still makes stuff happen with her teams that are, you know, you look at the team, you're like, yes, good, yes, yes, I like it, I like it. But you're not like, holy crap, and then all of a sudden they're just digging you off the court and, and just They say doing defense what they wins do. championships, but that's mm-hmm. bull crap. The thing that wins championships <laughs> the thing that wins championships is kills. And well, what has happened the last two Monday nights when an undefeated Jordan Larson team group mm-hmm. has run into Ebony and uh, Betty mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Team De Cruz mm-hmm. with Betty De La Cruz and Ebony Wanaboo mm-hmm. and then Team De La Cruz featuring the same Betty De La Cruz and Karsta Lowe. What's happened each time? Well, you're, you're not wrong. Yeah. It was closer this it was time. Close, it was closer. It was but closer. I don't, no cigar. No. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was really in doubt. I mean, we, we had the end where maybe the overall, but it was that run at the very end of the mm-hmm. third set where they got some points. Yeah. Until that, it was looking much more similar to the time before when it was something like 75 57 or something close to that, or yeah. 63. Or, it was a definitive victory a week ago. It was, yes. By De La Cruz over right. Larson. Right. This time, they lost the first set, Team De La Cruz did. Mm-hmm. But then they really dominated the next set and three quarters, mm-hmm. only to give back a few points right. and make it a little right. more in doubt. But really, on the scoreboard, they still right. scored 140 points. Right. right. But if, if Jordan can create a similar team, they have the chemistry, they have that vibe that they play together they can frustrate teams they're going to win a lot of their matches will they beat Dela Cruz in that scenario I don't know but I, again just being used to playing next to one another being smart scouting knowing maybe what's coming okay you know okay and the draft <laughs> positions have changed so that really changes the composition yes and obviously betty having three players that are now captains mm-hmm. <laughs> she loses two critical members kelly's been yeah. on her side kelly yes. is undefeated mm-hmm. she is nine and zero in athletes unlimited play yes so deja mcclendon is eight and one also been winning been on the floor 100 percent of the time so betty is going to have to find her setter again and i wonder how how valuable will a setter be considered by, say, Karsta? Right. When it gets back around to that second pick for Karsta, because mm-hmm. she gets that one, and then she has to wait two more, and it comes right back to her. Right, right. Will she? I'll bet she picks a setter third, because she, she can let it slide to Kelly. When it gets back to right. her, she'll know the board. <clears throat> doesn't need a setter in the Correct. second round, because Kelly is the setter, and will have two picks. Right. I'll bet a setter goes third to team low. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Okay. That makes that makes perfect sense. And and what what setter, you know, I I, I like the, the speed. I think of the flight of the ball of Swenson for her. I also like Brie King and mm-hmm. how she runs the offense. But I I wonder if Betty snatches up. That's going to be interesting. She likes a certain ball as well. She does. Right and a little more loopy, tight to the net. Yeah, yeah. tight to the net. So. Does she have that relationship with other setters, maybe in training or practice? Uh, who and and you? She talked about working through that with Kelly and how receptive Kelly was, and which was a big deal to her. And so, some of that is just some people like to run a faster offense. Can you really nail this ball? Um, so that'll be interesting too. I'm looking for Betty's setter in week one. Wasn't it? I, th- I think it's Kaylee. It was Mans. No, it was Bree King. It was Bree, yeah. It was Bree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mans set for the Purple Crew. Yeah. 
Right. So that's on my list. That's right. For do, do we get more Kaylee Manns? I was really surprised <clears throat> that Kaylee Manns ended up as a backup again. She went three and zero first week. Yes. And played the whole time. Right. She's been a backup since. Yeah, I, I, you know it's so hard because you're just not in practice and you don't know connections. And and the other thing is, you've got the captains. So last week you have the captains, you have a round. And then all the setters go. So there's two people in the room talking about, hey, what do we need? Mm -hmm, What's mm -hmm. what's the ball maybe we all need? What makes the most sense for what we're trying to create here? Um, So that's that that was interesting. And there's, you know, there's there's a lot of good setters. So it doesn't mean that Kaylee's not you know, can't do it or you know, isn't good, any of that stuff. It just they place different value on for different reasons on the other four setters. And then she's going to have to be a backup. And at that point, you know, Kaylee's Riley Salmon. Okay. So Riley Salmon's been Mm -hmm. cut from every single team he's ever played for. Okay. In the coach's mind before practice even starts. Mm. Riley's like 6'4, jumps okay, passes well. Yeah. Plays plays really good defense, actually. Mm -hmm. But. Riley Salmon wins. Right. So right. I think you're up against, like, the shiny object problem. Maybe so. Maybe so. I think she's going to – yeah, I'm hoping. Maybe that's more if of a – If you're Kaylee, you're up against the shiny yeah, object Yeah, yeah, problem. yeah. And yeah. I'm, I'm hoping she, she plays more. I mean, she's a competitor. She puts up a gold ball. She goes hard on defense. Like, yeah. You know, like, she's, she's a rock, so you have this rock, and you're like, oh, this is a really good rock. Like, mm-hmm. I could pull down paper with this. <laughs> I could throw this through a window. I could throw this at a friend to make sure that they pay attention to me. I could, I could, I don't know, fill in a space that needs a rock with this, okay. with this rock, right? Right. But then there's this shiny object over there, and you're like, oh, what's that? Could be a piece of tinfoil, <laughs> utterly useless. Could be, say, an old gum wrapper. You know, but it's shiny, and you're like, oh, oh, I dropped my rock, and I go over and look, oh, well, let me pick this up. And it may or may not work out for you, but... Maybe you should have stayed with The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) This has been Deep Thoughts. Deep Thoughts. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So we'll see where she she falls. I don't... don't, All right. I don't know. How about moving up? I have four players on my moving up list. Okay. You you tell me what you think. All right. Shayla. Yes. In terms of value. For sure. uh, Nia Grant, again. Yes. I think Nia's continued to to go from a bottom level assigned to a team kind of pick to someone you're definitely going to pick. Yeah. Katie Carter. Yes. Came in and jump served. And now we have Willow Johnson unavailable. Yes. So Katie Carter's draft pick draft status goes up, can jump serve. I think I'd like to see her in more extended action again. Yeah. Yeah. And Lindsay Stalzer, I think with her performance, the ability to come back from getting benched. Yep. And then still have some some platform issues, some passing issues, but fight your way through it and continue to make plays. I think she showed a little mental toughness that keeps her stock going up. She definitely did. And I think over time, she's been one of the more consistent passing outsides. Not the top, not, you know, if you're looking at a a few that have had some passing passing issues or some trouble... She's been the most over time, the most consistent. And so she's come, above them. Yeah, she okay. can come back. She can bounce back quickly. Um, she has the biggest arm. She does. She does. I mean, Abbott has a sick arm. She does so, too. 
Well, um, that's my next. That's my next t- category there. Right. What do you do with Simone Abbott right now? Because Simone Abbott um, was struggling. Uh-huh. She's in the phone booth for two nights. Stop with the phone booth. Why would you? Is it just too dated? No. You prefer glass case of emotion? Stop it. Stop it. See? (laughs) No. Simone was struggling. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But had a breakout on Monday night. Mm -hmm. Goes for, Mm -hmm. I think, 17. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of nice plays. When she's in rhythm, you're like, oh, yeah. We need that. I think it's, I think it, she feeds off of certain things and she, when she gets comfortable, we talked about this passing-wise, and she gets a little bit more confident in her entire game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think having someone you know around her that can lead her and encourage her to be confident in herself is big. Um, I mean, I'm uh, you know I'm still a fan. She can score. She can she can handle the ball. You know, she gets into trouble sometimes, but you know she's really good. She's really good. She needs to go all Deion Sanders or Josh Norman or Richard Sherman. Okay. Cornerback. All right. Forget the last play. The, la- the last yeah. play is over. Guess what? I just gave up a touchdown. I'm still awesome. I'm the best lockdown corner in the NFL. Well, you just gave up two touchdowns. Yeah, I'm still the best lockdown corner in the NFL. That's the difference between... I just got stuffed twice in a row straight down because I was trying to beat the middle on a high ball to the inside. But I'm still... Well, that's the biggest that's arm here on the outside. Why, that's why the great players are great. Yeah, they can move past. They immediately move past their mistakes, and not even just move past. They want the next ball. Right. I they think so. Move. So Simone's got to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, what about positional value? Is there a position that is increasing in value, or you have a question about its value in terms of where it's going to go in the draft? Okay. So there's two positions that I'm thinking about. We got two minutes. Oh boy. Okay. Well, libero value. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out where everyone falls when they're drafted, mm-hmm. and why. I mean, certainly, I we know Betty really likes playing with Nomaris. Mm-hmm. So that's a chemistry thing, a trust thing, and all that stuff. And it looks like Jordan likes playing with Tupac for potentially the Absolutely. same reasons, right? Yeah. So where does that leave Clark and Rosado? who are very similar in level, right? Mm-hmm. If, if there's only four and you know you're going to get one of them, do you wait? Do you, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm just questioning what, how we that plays We saw last out. week, Dolly was the last player assigned to Team Edmund. But that was only because everyone else had chosen their libero. And that, yeah, has zero to do with her value. She's really freaking good. Right. That's the thing. She's a starter. You're going to put her in like round five or six or something, right? right? But because the other teams have chosen, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can wait. So it's not a a slight at all. Um, And that, you know, I'm not sure where that'll that'll play out for, for those guys. The opposite position was my other question. Yes. With Willow unavailable. Right. And the aforementioned Katie Carter having yes. played an important role. Mm-hmm. What do you do with a rising Shayla? Right. A rising Carter? Right. Uh, Sheridan's played a lot, but you pointed out hasn't finished a lot. Mm-hmm. Alex Holston, who yeah, is shown. I, we need some, some Alex Holston. We don't need, we? yes, we need some. We need more. I want to see her. I mean, when I saw her, I'm like, she's got a whip. She's going hard. She was confident coming in like off the bench she got an ace 
Okay. And then got sent to the bench. Yeah, but she totally mishit that ball. She didn't mean to get an ace. But if you get an ace, you stay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, it's ridiculous. If you're if you're barely hit the ball over because you're not supposed to serve, I'm just telling you what happened. I know Shayla, just, International Hall and of she, Famer. And she, no, she's got one of the Brazilian best serves best in the league. Player, fantastic she's got, server, two She was supposed medalist. to be in the game. She's a savage. She's a savage. Shayla's a savage. And it has less to do, it has some to do with that, but more to do with you weren't supposed to be serving, didn't want to go back there and serve, miss hit the ball. It was actually going out of bounds. Uh, really? Yeah, really. Okay. Mm, Whatever. She got an ace. She did, indeed. And then, and then got benched. I know. In the history of you volleyball, so it's mad. never happened. You were so mad. It's it was so happened. great. It was fun to watch your anger. Try and, find, try and find another example of a player serving an ace and then getting subbed out. I can't. No. Cannot. No. Only Athletes Unlimited Cannot. making history again. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Have, have we covered it all here? Val Nichols going to be available for the draft. We're not right. sure if she's 100%, but she is available. Yes. Coming off of a sprained ankle. Uh, it will be interesting to follow Kelly and see yes. how she's able to craft a team, given that she's not a hitter. Right. And we just saw Joe Trinzi walk in, so apparently the meeting with Betty is in the offing. <laughs> I wonder if he, he was aware happening. that everyone else had meetings at 12 o'clock. <laughs> they were all down here discussing things at Betty's the same gonna time. I don't think Betty's going to have a meeting. Dominican time, all right? Dominican time. <laughs> it's hot out. It's beautiful. <laughs> Relax. Look, Relax. She, she doesn't check her slack. She's she's very clear on that. Yeah. She's, she's, she'll be here. Yeah. She does not check anything. No, she, she's zero like, chance. Let me know in practice. The less, You're the captain. The less Just I know, the better. Let me know. <laughs> I appreciate Bethany De La Cruz for so many reasons. First of all, for hammering balls, hitting a hard jump serve, yeah. and then being on cruise control. And all being right. an awesome captain. She's, uh, hey. She's so fun to watch. Just she, keep an eye on her, communicating with her team. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Rubbing the head of Ooh, Kelly Hunter. So fun. So great. <laughs> Telling Ebony she sounds like a big baby, <laughs> but her big baby. <laughs> and you can't argue she's the number one player in the league right now. Championship was awarded today, but Tony De La Cruz would be the champion. Uh-huh. Uh, she carries a 350 hitting percentage, which on the pin is yeah. number one. Yeah. She has eight aces with only 12 errors. Wow. Joe wow. Trinzi wow. with wow. a jump serve. Oh, my and gracious. she is absolutely. To, to your point, made her teams better, yeah. not just with her stats. Yeah. Uh, yes. They won all three matches this weekend. They won eight of nine sets. It's the Batania de la Cruz show all of a sudden. And thankfully, we thought Jordan might run away with it. Yeah. Enter. Yeah. Batania de la Cruz. All right. Salima. Kevin. Kevin. Done. Bye. Enjoy the draft, everybody. 5 p.m. Facebook Live.